Get ready. Brewers postseason tickets are on sale September 22nd. Secure your spot and prepare to unleash chaos. Make mayhem and watch stars come to life in the spotlight of postseason baseball. The Brewers moments you live for are coming. Make sure you don't miss a single pivotal pitch or season-changing home run. Get your Brewers postseason tickets at brewers.com slash postseason. The is it morning yet deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Get any sized iced coffee for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And sweeten the deal when you pair it with a baked apple or pumpkin and creme pie. After all, why wait to treat yourself? Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hey, thank you so much for joining into Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. This is from Fireborn Ministries. We live to see Jesus awaken this generation to the power of the Holy Spirit. And we've got a lot of different things going on right now. We've got some amazing interviews lined up. We've got an amazing interview tonight. And we're dropping our, our new e-course entry-level prophecy here real soon on charismacourses.com. But guys, I love the wonderful Holy Spirit. I want to equip you and empower you to draw near to Him. I have a free e-course on charismacourses.com for people to receive the wonderful baptism of the Holy Spirit, but also another e-course, the Fellowship of the Holy Spirit e-course. So before I introduce tonight's special guest, I want you guys to take a look at this commercial for Fellowship of the Holy Spirit e-course available on charismacourses.com. You want to walk in the anointing of the Holy Spirit? Do you want signs and wonders to take place through you? Do you want to lay hands on the sick and see them recover, or people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Are you looking for a game-changing move of God? I believe that it begins with our fellowship with the Holy Spirit. When I'm developing the Fellowship of the Holy Spirit e-course, I know will equip you and empower you to walk in the love and grace and power of the Holy Spirit, but at the same time, know Him better. I believe that this e-course will equip you and empower you to walk in the power of God, and it will benefit your church community, it will bless you and your small group. I am Jared Lasky of Fireborn Ministries. The Fellowship of the Holy Spirit e-course available on charismacourses.com. Guys, I'm excited for my special guest tonight, Adnan Maksud of Vision TV. He's a revivalist. He's a prophetic messenger. He's called into the apostolic. He's doing incredible things through Vision TV. I want you to welcome Adnan Maksud to Adventures in the Spirit. Welcome, Adnan. Welcome. 
Thank you, Jared Lasky, for having me. It's a pleasure to come on your broadcast, man. It's really an honor. Oh, it's an honor and a pleasure, bro. Thank you so very much. This is um, where we love Jesus. We're here all for Jesus right now. So uh, Adnan, you know, we got acquainted through our, our mutual friend, Kathy DeGrasse. So Kathy, thank you so much for introducing us, you know, and, and what you're doing. I'm excited for what God has been doing through your ministry, Vision TV. But for this, I wanted to know, how did you get saved? How did how did Jesus get a hold of your life? So uh, thank you so much for asking this question and again for having me on your broadcast. So um, I, I was born and raised in Pakistan. I'm going to take you back into, you know, the Pakistan where I came from. So um, I was uh, 13 years old prior to 13, um, you know, born and raised and um, in, a, in a Muslim culture and uh, went to Muslim school and uh, uh, influenced by a Muslim and uh, always, you know, had a, that very a strong uh, religious a religious mindset and uh, where I would just um, believe in you know uh, everything that has to be perfect if you're going to be uh, be a religious or going to enter in a church so I always thought that way but um, at the age of 13 uh, prior to I'd never taken serious church even I was born and raised in a Christian family but I, I never taken church uh, seriously or Christ seriously even though I n- uh, I knew Christ, but I didn't know who Christ was and what he done on the cross for me. So at age um, uh, 12, I remember I was uh, sleeping in my uh, in my room and uh, all of a sudden I felt my spirit was taken out of my body. Wow. And there I felt that spirit was gone into the heaven, but my body was laying on the bed. I could see with my spirit eyes, my body on the bed. And I was like, what is happening to me? You know, and I've just felt uh, my heart was pounding in my chest and I couldn't describe you that what was happening to me at that time. But I felt that, you know, that I was dead and uh, and I was questioning myself and asking in a spirit, what is happening to me? Why I'm dead? I'm so young. I shouldn't be dead. I didn't do anything. I, you know, I don't have any disease and I didn't do anything. Why, why I'm dead? So why my spirit is being lifted off uh, from my body. And as I elevated to heaven, I could just see the light, the beautiness uh, of heaven. And everything was amazing and magnificent. There was no cry. There was no tear. There was no sickness. There was no bondage. And I was just so like uh, filled in my spirit, you know, filled, uh, satisfied in my spirit. And I was like, wow, that is amazing. So from that time, I began to ask why uh, uh, the voice, all of a sudden I hear the voice, you know, and I, I, I was asking the voice, why am I dead? Why am I elevated from my body? Why, what did I do? And uh, I want to go back. So, you know, all of a sudden uh, the, the spirit, the voice was telling me, no, you, you stay here. And I was like, no, I, I want to go back because I'm so young. I, I even I haven't even got married. <laughs> I want to go back to uh, back to you know the earth. So all of a sudden, um, as this dream was ending, all of a sudden I felt my spirit came back, boom, in my body, wow. and I was like, whoa! I got up, I looked around, and it was darkness, and I was like, what just happened? Was that a vision or was that a reality? Because I never experienced like that ever in my life before because I was so much astonished to even 
I, and I was afraid to tell anybody what just happened to me because I thought people wouldn't believe me. And then I was like, oh my God, this is, this is incredible. And I forgot about that because I was so afraid to tell somebody, can I keep going or? Yeah, totally, man. I love this. <laughs> keep going. Let's not stop. Okay. So I, I was like, I didn't know who to tell what to do. And I forgot the dream, you know, the next day, uh, next day, what happened? Next day, same thing happened at that at the 3 a.m. in the morning because I looked around and looked at the time. 3 a.m. in the morning, uh, back in Pakistan, I was sleeping again. The next day is happening. So I saw a very, uh, you know, there was used to be a fan like uh, the stand fan. So uh, the fan was there and behind the fan, I saw something very white, light, The you know. And I was like, what is that? And all of a sudden, as soon as I saw that, I covered my face because I didn't know what, what was it, you know, how to describe it because I never had anything like that before. Wow. Never happened to me. I never had that kind of encounter before. So then um, in the morning, some pastor came out of the blue in our house and they visited and they were saying, uh, they were praying. And all of a sudden then I felt in my spirit that I should share with them and try to ask them, you know, what, what was that all about? What happened to me? So I uh, explained to them, told them from A to Z what happened to me. They said, Jesus calling you. I said, what do you mean Jesus calling me? You know, because I never had that kind of encounter before. So what do you mean Jesus calling me? Uh, calling me for what? They said that Jesus is calling you. Just follow us. Start prayer center. Start coming to us. So uh, start coming with us. So I started, uh, you know, praying each and every day with them. But in the beginning, I was very like um, very shy. I don't want to do prayer. I don't want to enter and sit in the group. But this, uh, you know, uh, day by day, I started, you know, sitting in the group. And there we go, you know. And all of a sudden, I felt that um, Holy Spirit one day came on me and I started speaking tongues. And it was like I was on fire for Christ. Oh, I love it. That's amazing. And then how did God call you into the ministry? So um, I served actually, um, I actually served a very hard ministry. Like it was a very hardcore I actually served in a ministry, like really tough ministry, door-to-door ministry. Uh, that yeah. I think so in the early 500 or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, s- something like that where we will just knock on the door and we'll ask people, can we come in and pray for you? So I used to, uh, with uh, along with other pastors, we used to go in door-to-door and ask people to pray for you and also, uh, uh, you know, pray for people and do a small house meetings in, in, a, in a house. And I was like, remember myself 13 or 14 years old and I was the youngest uh, you know guy in the prayer team so they were like he's the youngest you know but that was a really good foundation for me I kept my study and did the bible study and then also uh, door-to-door evangelism so that was an incredible part so after that you know uh, after a few years after God called me into a ministry and it was so amazing for me that uh, I never ever thought that God will use me, you know, like this. So where uh, God called me into ministry, then we started holding crusades where uh, thousands of people come and I'm preaching to people and I'm, uh, you know, decreeing and declaring the anointing and the power and manifestation of the Holy Spirit over people. And I'm praying for sick. I'm praying for drug addict. I'm praying for, you know, demon possessed people. And I was just amazed. Like, can I ever thought that I could do that? Never. So that that's how God called me into ministry. And that's how I step into the ministry. 
I love that. That is so good. I mean, uh, the first time I'd ever encountered a demon, I was in a village in India. They're like, hey, there's this house over here. There's a demon. You're going to have to go pray. I mean, there's nothing better than the school of hard knocks and, and experience. Am I right? Yeah, uh, absolutely right. Because we need to understand that ministry is not something that you're going to sit in a car and, you know, all of a sudden you're going to be popular and people are going to be started watching you. So ministry is really, it's a hard knock life. And, you know, and when you come to Jesus Christ, you're really accepting that I am qualified to take uh, suffer for Jesus. That That is a ministry, to suffer for Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yes, it is. Um, and that's actually a message that we don't like to share a lot in this day and age. But uh, I, I'd like to know, Adnan, how God led you to start Vision TV, which is reaching millions of people. So Vision TV started back in 2017, and we started from zero followers. So I had a bunch of people in in our team, in my team. So uh, we had Pastor Candace Smithman. Uh, I had uh, Vivian from Ireland. Then I had, um, excuse me, um, from people from Denmark. So different parts of the world. I started, uh, you know, um, giving them a position of like, can you direct Vision TV in, in your own uh, nations and country? And I would ask people to continue, uh, you know, contribute your content to a Vision TV platform. And and people started doing that. And all of a sudden we started when they bring co- their content on and then also they share on their platform. So now we yeah. start like uh, bringing more people to the Vision TV. So from zero followers, we had uh, 350,000 followers in early 2020. And uh, we were reaching 35 million people per month and where we would have people come on the platform from different walks of life and share their testimony. And people are getting healed, delivered, set free. Right. And where we would receive people uh, share their testimonies, you know, from different parts of the world. I, um, and one lady, uh, particularly from India, she said, can you please pray for me? I'm, I am I don't know Jesus, but can you please pray for me because I am sick? And I was like very fascinated, very interesting to know more about, you know, who she was and where, uh, you know, she's coming from. But but I, I, I prayed for her and, you know, it was amazing that she was, she, she, um, share her testimony that she became believer. So I, these kind of testimony is really drives me really, uh, you know, brings me to, uh, to do more, you know, and, uh, for Christ and, and each and every day that, it, you know, it, it counts. If, if I, I, I said to people, I don't care about 350 million people, but I care about the person that one person come to know Jesus Christ as their personal savior. And that person lead 350 million people. My mission is accomplished. I don't have to go to each an individual person to, uh, you know, sit down with them and preach. But if I just can get one person and have him preach millions, I think so that will be amazing. I do care about 350 million people and also millions of people around the world. But that's just an illustration. I took it as to uh, let people know that if you can touch the one, because Jesus was one and he brought 12 apostles and 12 multiplication. So that's my mindset. If we can have a uh, you know, ministry of multiplication, a mindset of multiplication, that if you, one person, if you can bring into the ministry and pour in him every single thing, I think your mission will be accomplished. Apostle didn't, was, uh, was not like five, five or six. Apostle was a one guy and one guy would travel to different parts of the world, Galatia, Corinth, all different churches and come on uh, bringing disciple. That That is my mindset. It is not about me. It is about other people. Come on. 
I love it, man. I love it. So um, what have you seen God doing? Through, you, you already mentioned some deliverance and things like that, but what other things are you seeing through just the, the miracle of technology? So technology, uh, we are advancing with the technology ever than before. The gospel, I think so. All believers, all pastor, all apostle, all evangelists, all teacher needs to understand that gospel is easier uh, to preach now than ever before, because before we had to uh, uh, sit on the boat and go from one ocean to another ocean just to preach the gospel. But now we can just uh, click with a click of button. We can just uh, preach in Russia. So uh, through um, through technology, I had the opportunity to be translated in Russian language, uh, preaching uh, in Russia. And those ladies that I preach, uh, it was a, they started a house meeting and people were so blessed, uh, you know, with with me preaching. They said it feels like that. Jesus came to in our house just by preaching, teaching, yeah. and just just sharing a not prosperity uh, gospel or you know God's gonna bless you overnight. You're gonna be a hundred million dollar owner overnight. But I'm talking about the Jesus coming to your home, and if Jesus come to your home, there is no sickness, there is no uh, demons that can stay there because we're the presence of God. That's where the Holy Spirit is. Come on. Amen. Amen. And, and technology, Jared, I'm sorry to cut you. Technology, I want to say it's it has been a very stepping stone for our ministry, especially to preach in Fiji, to preach in um, uh, in some of the parts of the world that uh, I never might been. But uh, I think if I can get the gospel to each and every person in different parts of the world, like um, some of the nations, uh, I was it's just can't, like Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Who thought that I would ever go there? So now people are watching some of the messages from there and people asking, hey, how can we partner with your ministry? Bring your church here in uh, Papua New Guinea. Amen. I love it. You know, for me, I started podcasting, uh, rebranded in January as Adventures in the Spirit on Charisma, started live streaming about like right the first week of March, about March 6th or 7th or so. And it just took off. Oh, and wow. then the pandemic happened. And then I started releasing one, two, well, two episodes a week, just all kinds of different things, more live streams, you know, just amazing things. And as before we went live here, I told you how people, you know, in Pakistan or other countries would, would be watching, filming mm -hmm. on their phone, transmitting it on their socials or even on their TV. And there's not a struggle for me. It's not a struggle. It's just grace. It's an anointing. And several years ago, I wanted to do Skype crusades. It, I just could not do it. I, it could not happen. I was trying to reach out to people. It just wasn't happening. But now in the last two months, people invite me and I'm doing Skype events in remote villages in Pakistan. It's amazing what God is doing. Seeing yeah. people get saved, seeing whole villages, you know, just well, people praying and responding to the gospel and healings. And it's, it's amazing. So I'd love for you to share some more testimonies of, of lives you've seen change and transform through your ministry. So uh, very particular in Pakistan, we never knew that that person that I, I knew and my, um, you know, far relatives with my father. They had a, 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 the man and demons in it. So one of the crusades that we went in, in, in Pakistan and we went to their home and uh and uh after that you know we had to go to the crusade so we had over um you know around about 200 um i would say 2500 people we had that in in that crusade and where we had very uh, diverse people like women's and, uh, and and the men and and the people from different parts of pakistan so uh when people came to the crusades and all of a sudden we see the demon 
uh, possessed person came forth and and they started screaming. And I tell you that I have never seen in my life before, you know, coming to know Jesus Christ that if if there was a demon existed. And when I came into the ministry, I started seeing, you know, demon possessed people coming forward and try to they try to attack you. And then you uh, and then you have to pray for them. And then you ask the Jesus sometime. Uh, let me tell you what important what one thing I learned in a ministry of deliverance is that uh, some people think that if you just say the name of Jesus, demon, uh, demons going to run away or, or, you know, or the evil spirit will not come. But it is not true. Uh, I know I'm I'm taking people in a very down path, but I I tell you that, you know, not just by mentioning the name of Jesus, demons gonna run. You have to pray and fast, and and you have to develop the relationship with Christ. Because I I lead you through, you know, uh, that Jesus uh, said as D- Jesus' disciple couldn't, you know, cast a demon, and Jesus told them, uh, you know, ye lack of faith, because this kind of spirit only come by comes out by prayer and fasting you know and there was a, some people that who actually was mentioning the name of uh uh you know Paul um or I think so it was Jesus and the demons told them Paul I know and Jesus I know who you are so demons were after them so uh, you know you have to understand that uh, you know operating in the ministry of deliverance you really have to do prayer and fasting that's a corner store earlier I was talking about uh why we are building prayer center in Pakistan that is the very reason that we need a strong prayer team that praying for you, that backing you up, that you travel around the world. I travel around the world from from uh, um, from JFK to all the way from Sydney, Australia, 35 hours flight. But, you know, when you travel, there is so many challenges that you encounter in the middle of the way. It is very significant for you to have a prayer team, have people backing you up and praying for you. So God done an amazing thing through our ministry. That was, a you know, deliverance. And then we would just lay hands on the people, on the blinds. And blinds were like, I can see. Praise the Lord. That's kind of miracles we need right now. We need to get our act together as a church and come together. As a body of Christ, it is not your ministry. It is not my ministry. It is a ministry of Jesus. We got to come together and unite and 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 do a work for the Lord Jesus Christ. I love it. I, yeah, I I totally agree. I mean, right now, I think the church needs its voice back. Yes, the church needs to speak forth boldly the word of God. The church needs to understand that Jesus is the head. Yeah. Man is not. Yes. Okay. So I know I'll be stepping on some toes st- saying this right now. I know this, you know, but the church is more than essential. The church establishes and helps spread the kingdom of God across the face of the earth. Okay. And, and we need our voice back as a prophetic voice. Adnan, you are a prophetic messenger. Amen. What is the Holy Spirit speaking to you now about this current season that we're in? I think so. Current uh, seed right now, without thinking, I will just say, you know, as the Holy Spirit, uh, you know, led me. So we need a purity in our church. You know, we need to bring our motivational speaker down and we need to put people of purity with the integrity heart on the foot, you know, on the stages. Because it is time for us to understand that the Holy Spirit just don't want us to just motivate people and encourage people when people get home. If they don't have a Holy Spirit operating in their life, they're going to encounter a challenge and they're going to hate the church. But this is very season. We need to understand that the, uh, that the church right now, people did not go to church for months. But now people have to understand that that uh, um, 
that we should not take church as for granted, you know, because going to church, we thought that was it was less, uh, you know, uh, hunky dory. But now it's it's a time for us to understand that the church is very significant in in in, in our life. And who are the churches? I'm not not talking about the four wall church. I'm talking about uh, ourselves. We need to bring ourselves into the church, into the in, into the unity as the body of Christ to expand. So it is a time for church to be purified. That's what is my message. It is the time for church and the body of Christ to stop committing adultery, but return back to Christ. Remember the time, because whenever they committed adultery, the uh, Israelites, they were in bondage. They were taken to exile into Babylon. Whenever they committed adultery with other foreign gods and the, with the images and, and sacrificed their children, there was a wrath of God over their life. I'm not saying coronavirus is from God, but what I'm saying that we as a church need to understand that God is trying to, uh, even, if, even if that's the work of the devil, but now we have to awaken and we have to lead our neighbor to Christ. If we don't do that, then how are we going to you know, give answer to Christ when we're going to come and when the master goes, come back and say i'm gonna give you three uh, i gave you three shack and what did you do with those three shack i gave you three talents five talents four talents one talents two talents what did you do with that because the end of the day it is not about how many seats we can fill in the church but how many hearts we can win for Christ. Yeah. I think we okay. need to win the hearts. We need to win the soul for Christ. We need to bring people into the Christ uh, at, at, at the altar of Christ. And we need to have people understand that this is a time, is a very prophetic time, according to the Revelation 13, that we are living in a very last moment. And in that moment, there is a body of Christ needs to speak up, up because there was always uh, the persecution of body of Christ. But we're going to, as a body of Christ, we need to understand we have a voice and we need to influence people. We need to win more people for Christ because often we think that gospel is preached all over the world. But Jesus said, my return will be, uh, I will not return until the gospel of Christ is preached, uh, until my gospel is preached all over the world. So we need to take each and every person, even though we, we know that they know Christ, but we still have to lead and still have to remind of because of their faith, because Paul, Paul never stopped preaching gospel. Paul said, I come to you and I come to you not with another gospel, but with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I did not come to you with the eloquence or bigger words or, yes. or, or understanding or my own wisdom. Everything as I learned in the Jewish culture, it was it was it was garbage for me. Yes. But the Christ that I know, it is the eternal life. And I live by Christ and I die by Christ. So he said, Christ lives in me and I live in Christ. So we need to have this mentality so we, we can walk like Christ. And right. since we understanding this is a prophetic time, we need to ri rise up and purify ourselves and, and return back to God. I love it. When you said about the motivational speaking, that is so true. We need to, Paul came not with wise or persuasive words, but in a demonstration of the gospel of the power of God. We need more of that. We need more of that. I'm, I'm, I'm in this kind of stage in my life at this moment, just like I'm reevaluating everything because I don't, I, I don't see leadership. I don't see strong leadership standing on the word of God. I want, you know, I love them. I really do love these people, but there are some people that have shocked me how they're just hiding, but now's not the time to hide. We are a city on a hill. Okay, we are a city on a hill. We need we need to impact society. 
We need to reach out to more people. We need to use technology for the glory of God. We need to speak life anywhere and everywhere we go. You know, we need to let people know that that they should not live in fear. Suicide rate is up. Depression is up. People, uh, high anxiety levels are up. And people are saying, go love your neighbor. But are we really doing it? Seriously, like, <laughs> yeah, I do see signs and pockets of revival. I see what's uh, what is taking place right now on some beaches in California where the church has left the walls, the four walls. But it's also because the church in California is being told they can't sing and they can't worship. They're being told this by leadership, by state leadership. OK, but the church is on fire and people coming to Jesus because strong leaders are taking place and making a stand. They're not saying they're not saying because of hashtag what's cool they're not they're not making a stand for what's trending for the week they're standing on the word of god they're standing on what the bible truly says that that we you know we need to be a city on a hill we need to shine brightly we need to obey god obey god rather than man i'm sorry if this uh you know, quadriplegic, paraplegic, this man needs to be healed and he gets healed. You know, Peter and John, the, the governing authorities said, you know, you can't preach in this name of Jesus. They said, we're going to believe and preach, continue to preach this name of Jesus, Jesus. So when these things happen, we we need to rise up. We need yeah. to continue to raise our voices. But Adnan, I would love for you to... Uh, to lead us in a prophetic activation so that people can get their voice. Amen. You know, what has the Holy Amen. spirit laid on your heart to activate us in? Amen. Wow. 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 I would love to a prayer, right? Yeah. Okay. So um, before I do a prayer, uh, I want to real quick add a like two, uh, less than a two minute word. So if you yeah. understand uh, Jared um, right now, the, uh, some of the nations that where Christianity is growing drastically, those are the nations that persecuted Christian mostly. Yeah. So, uh, for example, China. China was one of the nations that persecuted Christian. It's illegal to be a Christian in China. But now we are seeing that the rates of Christianity is growing. There's underground churches in China. And we also look at, you know, North Korea. Previously it was, you know, but now the North Korea rate is not North Korea. Uh, yeah, North Korea. That's correct. North Korea rate of the Christianity is growing drastically. And when you see Iran, Iran was also is it's you know Christianity was persecuted, but Christianity is 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 growing. Why are those nations are Christianity? Saudi Arabia, Christianity was uh you know is illegal. You could be if you if you take a Bible into Saudi Arabia, you would be you could be prisoned. So one person, one of my, uh, you know, I heard one of the uh, pa- uh, pastor from Pakistan, they told him if he's going to bring his Bible into the, uh, uh, if he going to cross with his Bible to the uh, borders of Saudi Arabia, they will, uh, you know, ban him from Saudi Arabia. He said, well, I'm not going to leave Bible here on the airport, but I'm going to take the Bible with you, whether you welcome me or not. But if you don't welcome me, I'm going back. But uh, Bible is going in anyway. But they told him not, you know, you cannot enter into the country. So he went back. So why in those countries the Christianity is significantly increasing? But in America, we have a freedom. We have a voice to speak. Uh, you know, while we have the opportunity, I want to encourage all of uh, you know you to 
to take this voice, take this opportunity, take advantage of this opportunity, start preaching to people, start reaching to people, start, uh, you know, start getting aggressive. You know, as you as you see marketer get aggressive with their marketing, why can't Christ, uh, Christianity can get aggressive with Christianity? You and know, prophesying over everyone. <laughs> you know, prophesying, reaching out to people. So I want people to start doing that and start reaching out to people so we can really, you know, reach out to people and bring and, and make them not over-follower, not the follower of our ministry, but follower of Jesus Christ, the real follower of Jesus Christ. I want people yeah. to be. Not to be fans, but followers yeah. of Jesus. There we go, Jared. You said that, yeah. man. Praise the Lord. So let's pray real quick. Lord, we thank you for this uh, anointing, God. We thank you for the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, God. We thank you for your word, God. Your word is double-edged sword. It can, uh, it's penetrate the heart and mind, God. I ask your anointing over each and every one that are watching, God, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for impartation in Jesus' mighty name, activation of the Holy Spirit. If you don't have a Holy Spirit, I breathe on you. In the name of Jesus, breathe on you in the name of Jesus. The apostle, by the laying of the hands of apostle over people, they were active. The people were active and they received the Holy Spirit over their lives. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I decree and declare that there is a people that are watching right now. I ask activation of the Holy Spirit in their life. God, every single plan and plot of enemy be uh, be bound and be burned in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Chain uh, uh, come off in Jesus' mind. In Jesus' mighty name, we ask God prophetic anointing over people that were watching in the mighty name of our Jesus Christ because this is a last day we are living and we ask God to touch in the mighty name of Lord Jesus Christ to each and everyone. God, we ask right now people that have been crying out to you with their faith, God, with their heart, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the message and the word of God is coming to you that you will no longer be cry, but rejoice in Christ. You may cry at night, but rejoice come in the morning. We are in living in the time that where rejoice is ready to come, but darkness is going to vanish in the air in Jesus' mighty name. We ask God right now in mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. <coughs> Excuse me. Anointing over people. Lord, because you are our healer, we look to you. God, we look to you with expectation because our deliverance does not come from east or west. It comes from you. That's the reason Psalm 121 says, where does my help come from? My help come from the Lord. Lord, my help come from you. My vindication comes from you. God, we are not going to back down, but we're going to come uh, forward. In Jesus' mighty name, God, every single principality and darkness of this world is going to be pushed back by the power of Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit, I ask and breathe over every single body. There is gifts are being released. The gift of evangelism, the gift of of a teacher, the gift of apostle, the gift of a a pastor, and and the gift of in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. All different gifts are being released in the life of people. Come on, evangelists, come out of your pit and start preaching. Prophet, come on, come out of your pit and start preaching. It is a time for us to leave the pit and come into the presence of God. Elijah is coming forth. In Jesus' mighty name, Jeremiah is coming forth to warn the people of God that it is a time for us to stop committing adultery, but come into the presence of God and sacrifice our tongues and 
and heart for the Jesus Christ over time. We need to bring ourselves to the altar of God and ask God to heal over land, heal over heart, heal over mind, heal over soul. In Jesus' mighty name, it is time for healing. Receive your healing in Jesus' mighty name. Receive your deliverance in Jesus' mighty name. Breakthrough is happening in Jesus' mighty name. Breaking through is happening. Breakthrough in Jesus' mighty name. Every single bondage, every single chain, every single curse is broken in Jesus' mighty name. Generational curses are broken. Generational curses are broken. Every single curse that has had against your life, against your ministry is broken. We pray for Jared in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You're going to increase and expand his territory. Not just people going to be watching in Pakistan, but around the world, God, and people who ever hear the sound of his voice, we ask anointing, activation, God, in Jesus' mighty name. May people receive the Holy Spirit in their lives. May people start speaking in tongues. May people receive the power and the manifestation of the Holy Spirit at the day of Pentecost. Men, People receive the Holy Spirit. People from all over the world that were gathered together in Jerusalem, they received the power of God. Come on, Jesus Christ. Come on. I believe it. I decree and declare a blessing over your life, brother. Amen. Thank you so very much. Amazing. Adnan, that was amazing. The Holy Spirit is moving in power. Guys, if the wonderful Holy Spirit is touching you now, please let us know comment or inbox us this is out on a multiple facebook platform uh, and twitch tv uh linkedin you name it i i'm just throwing this everywhere feel free to share this subscribe rate and review adventures in the spirit podcast but adnan what is the best way for people to get a hold of you and your ministry if they want more information so people can uh connect me on adnanministries.org and if they would like to send a prayer request, please do. I love praying for people. I love connecting to people because it's my passion, because I love people, because Jesus Christ loved people. God yeah. called me to love people. And if you would like to connect, you can also connect on Vision TV. Uh, like, subscribe, uh, uh, you know. And also you can, uh, if you would like to connect with me, you, uh, I have also my personal page. Uh, you can send me a friend request. Let's connect and, and see what God's going to do next in your life. Yes. Thank you so very much, man. This was a powerful, powerful evening, man. We, we talked about deliverance, we talked about healing, talked about God using technology, talked about persecution. Adnan, we're going to do this again in, in the near future. So thank you so very much for being the special guest. Anybody and everybody, I'd encourage you, subscribe, rate, and review to Adventures in the Spirit with Jerry Lasky and connect with Adnan's ministry uh, You know, uh, and just share everything that he's got. I know that there's books coming from you, bro. I don't know if you've got any already, but there's books coming. There's yes. a publishing deal coming. I think there's going to be a, several different publishing houses that that'll be um, vetting you for several different projects, and it's it's on the way. And um and, and I see that it's going to be a stream of income. You know, mm -hmm. like there's there's a couple of different streams of income, and, and those books that that income is going to be coming over on this side. You know, into into your heart molding into you as it flows out of you into words um and audiobooks are going to be part of that bro so i bless you in jesus name thank you so much for being on adventures in the spirit man thank you uh jared for having me really appreciate that god bless you sir my pleasure to serve
Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the Spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com, and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in the Spirit. From iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.